the Chef Naz Podcast begins now. You're listening to the Shep Nas Podcast, the podcast at Shepherd Church. Everything we do here is to connect our community in a meaningful relationship with Christ, and we're expecting great things. My name is Joey. I'm the host of this podcast. Today, I'm joined by Pastor Rob Pauly, pastor here at Shepherd, and we're going to be talking this week about the armor of God. This past Sunday, Pastor Rob preached a sermon on it, and each day, we're going to look at a different piece of that armor and how it applies to your life and my life, and today, we are going to start with the belt of truth. Rob, how you doing, man? Doing great. How are you? I'm all right. Great. All right. I thought Incidentally, be... my belt recently broke, and it's been a problem. <laughs> so it's funny that we're talking about this today. Yeah. It broke not because my stomach's too big. It's just old. Yeah. Hopefully, that's why it broke. <laughs> well, uh, it'd be... I, I wanted to um, read this passage of Scripture first, yep. and then we're going to dive in. We're going to kind of talk about these um, one after the other over this week. Talk about how they apply to our lives. So this is what Mm -hmm. it says in Ephesians chapter six, verse 10. It says, finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power, put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes for our struggles, not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers and against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground after you've done everything to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. And in addition to all of this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So we're going to start with the belt of truth today. Yeah. And what that means. And um, so, Before you go there, let yeah. me throw this in. Uh, as you were reading that, there are two words that really jumped out at me. Like verse 10, Paul says, finally. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, ultimately, like this is the culmination of everything the he's entire, been saying. And everything we've been talking about for six yeah. months. It seems like six <laughs> months. It may have been, it was several months. Well, but, we started but, in December. We yeah, but then we took a break. We, we took, took a break. Yeah. It's fine. But anyway, yeah, so so Paul's like, after all the things that he mm-hmm. said, after all the things that he's addressed, it's like, finally, and then he goes into saying, remember yeah. that the, str- the struggle is not a physical struggle, it's a spiritual mm-hmm. struggle, and because our struggle is a spiritual struggle, he says then in verse 13, therefore, and we always say, if, you, if the word therefore is in the Bible, figure out what it's there for, mm-hmm. and what he's basically saying is that because we're in this spiritual struggle, you need the armor of God. Yeah. And then he lists the armor of God, which we're going to talk about right. today. So, which is the first one is the yeah. belt of truth. And he uses, I mean, obviously this isn't a physical armor, which if it's not against flesh and blood, but he's using a great word picture for people who would understand this in that time. Yeah. And, and, and specifically that these were pieces of armor that a Roman soldier would wear. And in this time, it'd be common for people to know that. And the first is that belt. And, yep. you know, the belt uh, we talked about this on Sunday. It was a six-inch wide piece of leather that held together the undergarments as well as the armor itself. It was wide enough to provide support for the lower back. So when the belt was fastened, it meant that the soldier was on duty and ready to fight. And when it was loosened, it meant that he was off duty and he was vulnerable. Right, right. Well, so when you look at a Roman soldier, the belt is not anything that you would... In, in fact, in some cases, it wasn't even visible. So you wouldn't even know that he had it. The mm-hmm. first thing you would see would be there helmet or something with a big plume on top. Mm -hmm. And that was like uh, an attractive piece, but it wasn't the most important piece. The most important piece was the belt because as you said, it it held everything together. 
So on the belt, there was um, the shield that the Roman soldier would carry. There was, a, there was an attachment on the belt that he could hook the, his shield to. Mm-hmm. And so that was something where he could rest it on him, but it would also support, right, support mm-hmm. and protection while he's fighting with one hand, holding it on the other. The sword and the lance. So you usually typically have two different uh, offensive weapons, a sword, which is longer, and then a lance, which was really short piece of uh, metal. Uh, or knife, and it was those were both attached to um, the belt of tr- belt as well. Um, and it was important to keep those re- close by at all times. You don't want to lay down your sword or lay down your your you know mm-hmm. the lance and then walk away. So you needed those to be connected to you at all the times. And then also the breastplate was attached to that as well, and that would keep it in place during battle, so it wouldn't fly up or whatever, exposing uh, vital parts of your body. Um, and so literally the belt was the most important thing. It held everything together. Um, it would provide confidence that his armor and his weapons were in place and ready during his battle. Um, and in fact, Paul mentioned it first because it's really the most important, one of the mm-hmm. most important pieces. Without it, everything else is sort of um, rendered ino- inoperable or not as effective as mm-hmm. it could be without the belt of truth. And so he calls it the belt of truth, and he we talk about what it looked like physically on a Roman soldier. But when you translate that into the life of a Christian, into our spiritual life, remember it's not against flesh and blood. It's not against. We're not actually going to battle against something physically. Yeah. What does the belt of truth really translate for you and for me and for everybody listening when it comes to our walk with yeah. Christ? So he called it. You know, the Roman soldier didn't call it the belt of truth. He just called it the belt. It was just the belt. But but Paul says the belt of truth because for Paul, truth is what holds everything together. Mm-hmm. It's the most important piece. Um, and, of course, for Paul, truth could be found in the Word of God. Um, and so what Paul is literally saying is that the Word of God is the one thing that holds us all together. It mm-hmm. tells us how to live, how what to do, what not to do, and all those kinds of things. And, and uh, so the Word of God was really important. I think also it's important to note, and, and we've said this before, that that truth is not something that we create. In our culture, it is. Uh, there are people in our culture who choose to tre- create truth. There, sure. and, and you'll hear people say things like, it's my well, truth. My, truth, my truth, your truth, truth mm-hmm. or uh, you know, whatever. And, and that's just not what truth is. Mm-hmm. Truth is something that is true for all times, all yeah. places, and all people, yeah. regardless of mm-hmm. any of that stuff. Um, so truth honestly is discovered, not created. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when we, we discover it, we find it in, in the word of God. Yeah. Um, and so Jesus even said in the beginning, uh, the word already existed. The mm-hmm. word was with God. The word was God. And of course, we know that the Bible says that the word is truth. And so mm-hmm. that's, that's where we get it. So, so Jesus made it very clear, said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. So for Paul, when he says, you know, put on the belt of truth, he's like, know the truth, understand the truth, know what it is and what it's about. Yeah. And when you said, Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and life. So it is the written word. It is also Jesus. Jesus yeah. claimed to be, I'm the truth. I'm right. the word. When when John talks about when the word became flesh, he mean, Jesus has come. Yeah. He is the truth. And so this, everything is held together. And we've talked about this. Everything in our faith is held together in the person of Christ. Yeah. If it wasn't for his life, his death, his resurrection, none of this matters. Correct. And that belt of truth is what holds it all together. Yeah. Well, when the Bible speaks of truth and it speaks of the word from the Lord, there are two specific mm-hmm. ways that the Bible talks about that. There's the Greek word logos, yeah. L-O-G-O-S, and that's the written word. Mm-hmm. And so in John chapter um, 1, verse 14, where it says the word became human and made mm-hmm. his 
It's the logos. It's and yep. what that literally means is the written word. Um, mm-hmm. And the written word is always available to us. So you open up your Bible, you mm-hmm. always have the logos available to you to give you guidance and direction, to help you know what's wrong, yeah. what's right. It, talk, it talks about that in 2 Timothy 3.16. The word of God is living and active it, and all those kinds mm-hmm. of things. But there's another kind of word that the Lord speaks, and it's rhema. It's mm-hmm. R-H-E-M-A. And rhema is a freshly spoken word that is specific to a situation. Yeah. And the important thing to know about that is that when the Lord speaks a rhema word or a specific word, it is always flowing out of right. the logos. It'll correspond yeah, with, the, it never, with the written word. It will not contradict right. it. Mm-hmm. Correct. Because truth is not relative. It does not change. Yep. Right? Yep. And and so um, when Paul is referring to this, this is what he's referring to. The, be- the, the best place to go to know what the logos is or the word is or the truth is, is the word of God. So yep. for mm-hmm. Paul... The Word of God is holding everything together. It's the thing that holds it all together, um, and it's important that we get that and we know that and we understand that. And again, I just want to say that truth, it never changes over time. It's the same for all people, all places, all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so we've got to have that on. And remember that if, if the belt of a Roman soldier wasn't being worn or it was loosened, uh, it meant that he was in, he was in a state of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. So if you know if he, he he didn't have access to his armor, he didn't have access to his offensive right. weapons, and so when we as Christians choose to disengage from the Word, it puts us in a state of vulnerability mm-hmm. uh, to the enemy's attacks. And almost always, we'll talk about this later. Almost always, when the enemy attacks, it's in our mind, and the the best way to counter the attacks that the enemy puts in our mind is th- with the truth which comes from the word. Yeah. Therefore, Paul says, put on the belt of mm-hmm. truth so that you can you know, take your stand against the devil. Well, and when you're vulnerable, <clears throat> when you are, when that belt is loosened, or we live, in a, we live in a culture that says to treat truth loosely. Yeah. And that is where we find ourselves compromising. We talked about that a couple of weeks ago on the podcast where we said, you know, we can either... We can either kind of compromise to culture, or kind of, or we yeah. collide with it, or we crash into it. Yeah. When we when we live a life where we are loosened around what truth means, and truth is more relative, we are vulnerable to being um, to being led astray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just so important, and you know, we could talk for a really long time about the importance of studying the Bible, memorizing, mm-hmm. and applying it to our lives, all those kinds of things. Um, and, but the bottom line is the enemy is always going to come against you. He's going to come against you with accusations and lies. And the best way to counter them is with the truth. Mm -hmm. And if we don't know the truth, then we're not going to be able to counter them. So Paul's like, if you're going to go into this war, this battle, you've got to, you've got to put on the belt of truth. You've got to know what it is. You've got to apply it. You've got to have it close to you. You've got to be able to, to, um, to pull, pull it up and use it when you need it. One other thing before we wrap this up I thought was interesting is that um, uh, one of the things that I didn't mention on Sunday, but I mentioned earlier, was the belt of truth was also called the loin belt. Like if you read it in the um, King James Version, Mm -hmm. it says the the loin belt of truth. Um, And they called it the loin belt of truth because it protected the loins. Uh, And if you probably know what I'm talking about, it protected the Roman soldier's ability to reproduce. Mm -hmm. Like... You want to protect that part when you're going into battle, right? Uh, and so if you get wounded or injured there, you're not able to reproduce. Yeah. And here's what I think is really interesting is that um, 
our ability to produce spiritual fruit is directly connected to our relationship with the Word of God. Yeah. So there's no way that we can produce spiritual fruit unless we're connected to the Word of God. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we're connected to the Word of God, you know, the Bible talks about the fruit of the Spirit. It comes mm-hmm. for us. Um, maturity and spiritual growth and a spiritual harvest when it comes to souls and those kinds of things. So the loin belt uh, is very important for a variety of reasons, but I thought that was just really interesting as well. Um, The other thing that I think is interesting, we'll just wrap this up, the spiritual armor is supernatural, right? It's not like the physical stuff that you see on Mm -hmm. on a Roman soldier. However, the Word of God is the only piece that we have that is the actually visible and tangible, so we literally can hold it in our hands. And so we the only thing that is visible and tangible in terms of the armor of God is the Word of God, which is uh, the Bible, which is where we talk about the truth and stuff. So it's really important to get into the truth, get to know the Bible, um, and make sure that we're interacting with it on a regular basis because it helps us in our walk and our relationship with God. Good. So the bottom line is, is to wear the belt. Put get it in on. the Word. Mm-hmm. Put it on. That get in the, the word. That should be the phrase. know the truth. Yeah, um, and that is when you'll be prepared. Yeah, you'll know the truth. You'll be ready to go. Yep. So that's going to wrap it up for us today. That's just the first part in this series where we're talking about the armor of God. Um, stick around because tomorrow we're talking about the breastplate of righteousness and the and the shoes of the gospel. So you're going to be a part of it. If you have any questions, comments, you want to get a hold of us, you can do that by um, emailing us at podcast at shepnaz.org. You can find out more about what's happening at Shepherd through our website, social media pages, and the app. For Pastor Rob, I'm Joey. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. This podcast is a production of the Shepherd Church of the Nazarene, Gehanna, Ohio. Email to podcast at shepnaz.org and let us know what you think.